Welcome to the Public Storyteller. My name is Michael Stock with Dr. Karen Neal. Karen is a professional storyteller and teaches at Florida Atlantic University. Hi, Karen. Hi, Michael. What story do you have today? Michael, here's one from Linda Selby. About 30 years ago, I became a docent at the Norton Museum of Art in West Palm Beach, Florida. Um, it was a lifesaver for me. My husband had just retired. My last child had gone off to college and we moved into what was going to be a vacation home year round. And ha having a, a museum so close that was so fine was really a godsend. I loved museums from when I was about five years old and I walked up the giant steps of the Met. They were so imposing. And at the top, I remember seeing a Renoir. It was Madame Carpentier. And from that moment on, I was hooked on art and museums. My master's degree uh, is in art education. My undergraduate degree is a master of fine arts. So I have continued my love and my interest in art and teaching all of these years. Becoming a docent at the Norton was the first time I was a docent. The origin of the word docent is German. A docent is more than a guide because they do a lot of studying so that their tour with somebody is educated, they can answer questions and they have a lot of information to impart. When people get confused looking at a work of art that they don't initially understand. And my job is to have them look at it and bring all of their resources to the work, their memories, their understanding of history, their knowledge of color, whatever they happen to have in their own and personal encyclopedia and to have them relax and bring that information to the work of art. So it's been quite a thrill. It was quite an accomplishment. I wear my docent badge very proudly at the museum. One summer about 20 years ago, when the museum was light with traffic, I had just finished a tour and was about to head home. And as I approached the entrance to the museum, I saw two older men who seemed to be arguing with a guard. I would say the men were in their late 60s, maybe into their 70s. They were nicely dressed. They looked very decent. They were in a museum, but they were very aggressive and the guard seemed kind of helpless. So with the confidence my docent badge gives me, I walked over to the two men and the guard and I asked in a friendly manner, can I help with something? They instantly turned their aggression onto me. How do we know what's going on in that gallery? We went in there. There's some glass balls on the floor. In the other room, there's some glass balls near the ceiling. There are glass pieces in the room on the walls. There's nothing in the room on pedestals. What's going on in there? We have no idea what's going on in there and there's nothing to tell us. They were referring to the lack of wall text. Wall text explains and elaborates on whatever is in a gallery. I told them that it was a Dale Chihuly glass show that had been designed specifically for the Norton and that there was no wall text because Dale Chihuly didn't want any, but there was on the entrance to the gallery, in the archway, there were two plaques and the plaques gave his name and his date of birth and that this was a customized exhibit for the Norton. 
they didn't seem very happy with my explanation. And at that moment, both of their heads swiveled right, right to the doorway and swiveled back again. I couldn't imagine what had grabbed their attention. And I turned to see a tall, young, absolutely beautiful blonde walking in past their line of sight. She had long legs. She was wearing high heels. She was wearing short white shorts and a blue top that was very tight and accentuated her very mm, impressive bosom. I turned to them and said, I think that work of art didn't need any wall text, did it? They burst out laughing. They smiled at me and turned to walk into the gallery. I looked at the guard who was not only relieved, you could see it on his face and his whole body just relaxed. He smiled and winked. And I walked out of there feeling very good about my approach to things and very good about how sometimes just the right thing happens at just the right moment. Linda Silpi, a story about being a docent. And a story about giving people their comeuppance. <laughs> it's funny that people complain about little things like that. And so angry and so and, and just infuriated. How dare the museum not add more information? I mean, where did they think they were? I, I don't know. So many people don't even read those little cards that explain. And what were they thinking the card was going to say? It would only have said the year the thing was made and the medium anyway and the title of it. But the best part of the story was that they laugh at the end. Because if they hadn't laughed, if they had stormed away angry, I think we would have all been very upset. But if she just said the perfect thing in the perfect time, how often does a work of art like that blonde walk by at exactly when you need her? Well, all art is subjective, but it was very clever how she turned that to her advantage. Clearly, she is trained not only in art history and discussing a work of art, but she is trained in dealing with people. And I love the way she said, you know, uh, something about how confident she was. You know, she was the docent, so she just walked. If it, chances are, if she had been in another place, she wouldn't have felt quite so brave. But this was her milieu. You know, this was her turf. She could settle the problem. I'd be curious what option number two would be if that beautiful woman didn't walk by. Did you notice how fantastically she described her? I mean, she goes into such specific description and I could just hear her describing and talking about a work of art. Obviously the uh, people are standing there looking at it so she doesn't have to describe it in the same way she needed to describe something for us on the radio. But I just loved her attention to detail. This is somebody I'll bet is a fabulous docent. I was kind of curious where she was going with that. She started describing this woman, and I said, what is she talking about? Why is she talking about her? And then she brought it all together, and it made sense. 
And in the same way that she uses the word godsend at the beginning, that the job for her was a godsend, the volunteer work, uh, this woman at the end of the story was a godsend. Because how else do you explain, hey, this world-famous Dale Chihuly wanted it this way for a reason. Let's think, why might he have made this decision? But she didn't have to go there. She just gave them a perfect metaphor look at this work of art, and that's all they needed. I bet you they don't teach that in college history classes. <laughs> you don't think? Well, maybe not. It does take skill to describe the human form, whether it's painting, statue, or real life. Yes, she also describes the men very, very well, and I think that's important. These men who were acting out, they weren't young, they were dressed up very nicely, and they, she specifically says they were older men arguing with the guard, and you gotta wonder, you know, as she really took it all in, and she really judged the situation well, but you gotta wonder what these guys were that incensed about. They might have been uh, museum docents themselves, and they realized <laughs> if you don't have a card, that's not right. <laughs> Could have been. Well, thanks for bringing that story in, Karen. If our listeners have a South Florida story they would like to share, how can they get in touch with you? Send me an email for directions. I do not need a synopsis at C Neil. That's C N is in Nancy E I L E at fau.edu. Our website also has information at wlrn.org. Click radio and the public storyteller. Thanks, Karen. Thank you, Michael. See you next week. Dr. Karen Neal is a professional storyteller and teaches at Florida Atlantic University. My name is Michael Stock. The public storyteller returns next Sunday.